Have you ever been to Primo's Pizza? 30, 34 Merrill Street. Good. Oh my gosh, they make the worst pizza of all time. Really? Yeah. And welcome to Head to Head, sponsored by Primo's Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, I can get into that. Um, I lost my phone and I found it. Let's go. We are here on another episode. No, let's start from the beginning because I lost my phone. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Head to Head. I'm Jake. I got my boy Dylan with me, and we are cruising through the IPA region with another episode. Uh, this time we got the number two seed coming at us from Riverwalk Brewing Company going up against the seven seed. That is Torpedo Extra IPA from Sierra Nevada. Dylan, what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm guessing that most of the listeners are thinking Riverwalk IPA. What the fuck is wrong with you people? And to that, I say, uh, wait till the results. Cause I think torpedo is definitely going to win. You think so? Uh, <laughs> yes. I think torpedo is a successful national brand for a reason. It was one of my first loves in the IPA region as mm-hmm. an early, uh, uh, hop drinker. And, um, I I've got that fiending for an upset. How about you? You know, Dylan, I think that, I think that, one of the problems with a lot of these big distributors is that they forget about the heart of the beer, you know, is that it's not about just the taste. It's about the will to win. <laughs> and for that reason, I think I'm going to go completely arbitrarily mm-hmm. and mostly just to disagree with you yeah. uh, with the River Rock IPA. It is both fresh, clean, bright and honest. I, and th- those spunky upstarts, I can uh, I can understand how they might uh, they might be ripe for an upset. Like the the people at uh, Sierra Nevada, they're complacent. They've got two breweries, one on each coast. Yeah, they're chilling. Oh my god, they're swimming in piles. So this of is money. essentially like the one percent versus the ninety nine percent. Yeah, absolutely. This and is, you're the, a one percenter, Dylan. Is that well, what I guess? <laughs> <laughs> Seems I've painted myself in a corner, but yeah, to double down, absolutely, Jake. <laughs> um, the one thing I can't help myself from doing, though, is taking a sip. So we're each looking at uh, a beer that producer Eamon here poured. We've got a slightly darker one on the left and a slightly lighter one on the right. Which one are we going to take a sip of first? Let's go with the darker one. Okay. So the darker one on the left. Uh, personally, I think that one's Torpedo, but uh, who knows? Yeah, we're going for a blind taste test this time. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, indeed. Oh, yeah. It's got some scruff to it. Yeah, it's actually a little... If it is indeed the <laughs> uh, the torpedo, it's less bitter than I remember that being. Mm-hmm. Um, super solid. I, I would uh, I'd crank this any day of the week, especially the torpedo bottle that uh, Jake bought and brought to the, uh, the old recording session. This is like a serious magnum 20-ounce bottle. Like, this is a two-hander. And that to me gets bonus points. Whereas hmm. the uh, Riverwalk, it came in the four pack. Yeah, everyone's seen a four pack with the fucking laminated labels on printed cans, sixteen ounce cans. Get over yourself. But so, Dylan, you say that that's a two hander. How would you rank your hands, like in terms of absolute uh, one size? and two? Right, being the better one because it's my dominant. <laughs> I'm saying that like 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 what percentile is your hand size? Oh. Uh, well, I know my arms. We'll start there. Oh yeah, you um, do. <laughs> my arms are disproportionately small for my height, and I learned this in wrestling when I was younger. Mm. 
Um, so I was fat when I was young. Uh, not like, oh, he's like, like people would say like he has baby fat. And like, like, even I knew that I was like that they're being yeah. generous. People were like, oh shit. And <laughs> so I took up wrestling because I don't know, that was somehow going to be a confidence boost to be in like a skin tight fucking leotard. Um, but I was, I, I leaned into it and, uh, there's this guy soap who was the uh one of the he was actually an amazing human being this guy like he was he was this israeli guy super fucking military i think he was but yeah don't quote me on that um and he would run our wrestling practices and he was like he was into like youth empowerment like the guy was cool and all but we got down to the practices where we're doing trying to do some more like slightly niche moves and i couldn't do them and I was like thinking that it was technique or whatever. And Soap comes over and he's like, Dylan, your arms are just too short. He's like, you can't <laughs> do it. And it was like, I wish I were just like, I wish I were only fat at that point. Like mm-hmm. now I have stubby arms. Yeah. It's like, yeah, <laughs> talk about a confidence buzz you're kill. You're T-Rex, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so that, and I'm just getting like suplexed by kids like three years younger than me. And I've got stubby arms. Like yep. that's when you bail. Um, so Dylan, I'm sorry to have brought that up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like a scab that. Well, say so, like- <laughs> so. You have small arms, but do you also have small hands? Um, I'd say to give myself the benefit of the doubt, I have average hands and small okay. arms. Average hands, small arms. Yeah. Okay. So, but, but that bottle's a two hander. I mean, maybe that makes me a small handed man. <laughs> <laughs> small handed man would be a good band name, dude. That would be a good one. You can call it. That's fine. Or it could be a property of the uh, the old show. We can. You know, one third each for that. Mm, yeah, all rights reserved. Uh, what What are your hands looking like, uh, Jake? You know, <laughs> my hands, Dylan. I'm kind of more of an ideas man, mm. and when I am drinking this beer, uh, I I agree with you that I think that this is the uh, Sierra Nevada Torpedo. Uh, it's it's got some dark color to it, and it's got it's some, like twice you know, as dark. Yeah, it's you know, be careful here, right, Dylan? Um, <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't say that was better or worse. <laughs> I just said it was different. And it's separate, got, but it's got that nose different. to it that the Sierra Nevadas have, where they just hit you with a wrecking ball, you know. <laughs> but let's try. Let's try beer number two. Don't all you? right, all right. Unknown beer number two, which we think might be the Riverwalk Brewing Co. IPA. And to remind the old folks at home, uh, whether we're correct or not in the dark versus light order, the torpedo is actually the seven seed. The Riverwalk is the two seed in the old uh, eight. Beer IPA. Oh, the bracket. old eight beer IPA bracket, as yeah. they say. Yeah, that's what we've been uh, right, working cheers on. Cheers, on. Yeah. Oh, oh smash one. the glass. Oh. Tastes like a. This beer tastes like the 1960s, Dylan. Oh, what? Mothballs? What's it? <laughs> or like oppression? <laughs> I don't know. Oppression. No, I, think <laughs> this is a, I think this is a hippie beer, dude. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think you're looking for more of the sev- late mid seventies kind of there. Oh shit! Yeah, my history is never my strong suit. I'm going to tell you a story right now that you didn't ask for. <laughs> All right, uh, those are my favorite stories. <laughs> so, my dad's side of the family, um, they have a, a, a checkered past, um, and my dad was probably one of the outliers in that family. But uh, in the late seventies, early eighties, his older sister. Uh, who will remain unnamed, was dating a man uh, who was caught flying into Logan Airport in Boston, strapped head to toe with uh, narcotics from Mexico. 
there was on the front page of, I believe it was the Globe and several newspapers, are the shots of him coming off in bracelets off the plane uh, with the equivalent of whatever the drug organizations yep. were then, uh, hauling him away. He was national news uh, for smuggling drugs through from Mexico to here. And he was in the like, his justification was like he was one of the rebellious hippie types. Um, he was taking it to the man. Yeah. And I was just like, the, my dad told me a story. My dad has told me a lot of stories and a lot of boring ones. And he reserved somehow that one for like way later in life. I guess now I think about it for obvious reasons. <laughs> but uh, it was like, that's kind of cool to like know somebody who got like the like national coverage for smuggling like kilos of cocaine into Boston uh, when that was not like a fashionable thing to do. Yeah. So I don't know if this beer tastes like kilos of a cocaine into Boston, but I, I could generally agree. With Maybe there's piece. something in it, you know, <laughs> a little dribble, a little dribble of something, <laughs> the drip to quote Antonio Brown. I don't think we can do that. <laughs> yeah. We'll edit that part out. We'll edit that part out. Um, I actually don't think this beer is bad. I had some pretty low expectations for a beer that I'd never had before which we are hypothesizing is the uh, river walk. Yep. Um, oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep going. We'll edit it out. We'll, that was involuntary. Post-production. Yeah, that was just the beer happy to see me. That's all that was. Um, this is pretty good. It's very different than the beer that's twice the darkness. Um, what's your early read here? Are you, uh, you, you got like a 60-40 operation going? Or are you like fully committed? If you're fully committed, no, hold that to yourself. I know you're a man who likes to play poker, mm-hmm. and having being someone who's who's bad at poker, but somebody who's lucky, mm-hmm. which therefore makes me good at poker. <laughs> okay. The one thing I know we'll go is that <laughs> the one thing I know is that you should never show your cards until <laughs> what is the last one? The river. Yeah, sure. Right. And it Texas is, it is. It's the river. It's, yeah. So I'm not going to show my cards until we're ready. Right. Right now we just we. That was the flop. Right We're here. barely tickling the surface. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. And I do not want to let you in to my Iron Castle. My okay. brain. Okay. I actually didn't realize this was such a confrontational <laughs> exercise. I thought we were here drinking a beer together no, or a couple. But I mean, this this whole exercise is just me getting under your skin. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a sh- like a charade so you can learn more about me. So like at a later yep. date, you can best me in some like niche activity. Yeah. Why do you think we're recording this, Dylan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna study game tape later on uh head-to-head.io head-to-head that- at github.io oh Club. i'm sorry yeah. maybe we'll get that one too you know yeah <laughs> well, it, those will feed into the same site yeah, exactly exactly good nice job Dylan. um yeah I, I vaguely know how those things work i'm All more right. of a thirty thousand foot man but thirty thousand. Yeah. <laughs> you can't really see anything that's like outside the atmosphere right uh i'm oh, so high up i don't pl- know is that how high planes go 30,000? Yeah. No. No way, dude. All right. Our producer, Eamon, is giving a stern nod. <laughs> Somehow, aviation expert Eamon here knows that 30,000 feet. 30, yeah, no, that sounds good. Because you, know, you can picture like... <laughs> um, yeah, you can picture like... Um, uh, Don't do that again. <laughs> all right, passengers. Uh, welcome to uh, JetBlue Airlines. Focusing, uh, we're uh, cruising here at 30,000 feet. We're coming through with beverages. That sort of thing. You, that sounds 30, familiar. They're not going to say, like, what, what's the number, six? They're not like, oh, you're cruising here at, like, right. 
173 right, feet. Eamon has brought up some stuff. This okay. is from Google. Commercial aircraft typically fly between 31,000 to 38,000 feet. That's about 5.9 to 7.2 miles. Dude, that's high up. They've wasted so much time getting high up. What the hell's up with that? <laughs> You're saying we should just cruise them at yeah. low altitude? <laughs> yeah, I know people say like the air is like denser or something. It's yeah. like, but think about the time that, like, for me to go seven miles up, oh, <laughs> forget about up. it. <laughs> that's never going to happen. It helps that they don't have any traffic, you know? Yeah, but air traffic control, you ever heard of those people? People are employed based on traffic. Have you heard about the uh, about space junk? Have you heard about this? Uh, only in Star Wars, no. So well, the idea is that uh, every time – this is unrelated to planes, but loosely related. Yep. Every time we launch a rocket up into the into you know space to go to the moon and come back or Mars or something like that, yeah. they leave behind all of this like booster rockets and other shit and like other failed rockets that just okay. start orbiting the Earth because they're they're going so fast and they're so far away that they are stuck in orbit. They eventually will come back, but they're just stuck there for a long time. Okay. And the idea is that eventually, if you do this enough, you create this like force field around the earth where there's just all this debris flying around that nobody can launch any more rockets up. So eventually, Wait, one you're saying day, that's a theory like that, that or that, that's the yeah, it's like, eventuality. It's like a theory. It's like eventually, yeah. if you keep doing this, you get to a point where nobody can launch rockets anymore. And then we're just going to be stuck here, dude, forever. Isn't uh, that crazy, dude? Yeah, I mean, just, I honestly yes, feel okay. stuck here already. Really? So, <laughs> All right, don't. If you could pack up your bags right now and go to Mars, yeah. would you do it? Um, do we have internet? You have Mars net. <laughs> do, can I connect to people here? Because my friends. No, you can. I, like, I'm willing to ditch uh, my friends. Like, in a heartbeat. That's <laughs> that's a that's a non-issue. It's just a matter of whether like I can have any connection. My mom would be pissed. She doesn't even want yeah, me to like mom live internationally for a year or two. Right. She's not willing to say it. Sorry, mom. Like I know that's how you feel. Um, yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I could go like completely cold turkey on humanity. Mm. <laughs> I think actually yeah. saying it like that is pretty relatable. I don't think many <laughs> people could do that. Yeah. <laughs> and if and if they do, ship them out to Mars. We don't want them here yeah. anyways. You know. No, uh, yeah. Dude, we, cheers, yeah. Mrs. Golly, the nicest woman I've ever met in my entire life. Cheers. <laughs> Dude, I've been I've been drinking this beer number one, the dark one that we tried. Yeah, which by the way is most certainly the Sierra Nevada Torpedo. Can't, you can't know that. You Amen. can't know that. Amen. Can we get confirmation? I will neither confirm nor just say. fucking divulge. Amen. Right, he won't divulge. This is, this is an important job. You're a pawn of this operation. Hey, <laughs> Confess. Who's, who's paying your salary, Amen? Okay. I am. <laughs> All right. He won't divulge, but I'm pretty sure. Okay. And I think that to. I think we've reached the river, Dylan. Really? Wow. Okay. Or wait, what is the cards. one before that? The turn. The turn? Yeah. I think this is the turn. You, you're a man who says he doesn't know poker. This guy's flipping <laughs> terminology everywhere. So, Dylan, I want to go back to Are you chasing? Thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think I might be leading you on to a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because if, if this a was bluff, your- A bluff, shall we say? Yeah. If, if this was your turn, where would your you know chips be set? Well, I think we could compare a little bit- since I wasn't focusing on the beers, I think that like what I was doing sort of passively is an indication of mm. which I liked, which is how much of each relative to what we started with is left. Is I'm that just these... because one of them is in your dominant hand and one of them is in your non-dominant hand? Jake, fuck your logic, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is that I'm seeing considerably more of the darker beer, aka the Torpedo, uh, consumed on Jake's side. And 
uh, a modest amount more of the lighter beer, Riverwalk, consumed on my side. So I wouldn't say that we're like polar opposites. I'd say you've consumed much more of the old torpedo than I have. So Dylan, have you ever heard the term componentarian before? No, that's a fake word, but... Yeah, it is a fake word. No, but my dad once told <laughs> Wait, it me, is? Yeah, it's not a real word. <laughs> good stuff. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, my, my dad first explained this to me when mm-hmm. I was a kid. And when I was a, when I was a young boy, a young man, yeah. I was infatuated with eating my food in series rather than parallel. So I would eat one food completely on my plate and then go on to another one, kill that one, and then go to the next. My dad had... Wow. This was in the early days of the internet. He like found this like crappy, like it wasn't even, this is before like HTML web pages. He found this like crazy ass website for people devoted to componentarians who would eat their food component by component. It, it, wait, sorry to clarify. This is a componentarians. It's not just like you do everything in life. No component by component. Eating. It's just food. Just eating. And I've since moved on from this. I don't know what. Amy, can you Google this real quick while Jake finishes? Because I want to know if this is like still a thing or whether it was like oh, a niche yeah. like '90s like maybe, bullshit maybe thing. Maybe there's like along with like, fucking Play-Doh. I want to see know? if there's like a cult that's left. You know, or if there's like been this crazy like diabolical organization behind it. Like maybe it's like the new Illuminati, the Componentarians. So we we bring up a lot of bullshit topics on this. No, never do. <laughs> but I think that one that is positively fascinating i don't know whether it just like just tickles my tickles my junk in the right way um but like i can think of different occasions where i deem series based or what would you call it component based eating versus parallel based eating like different occasions warrant different eating approaches for me um can you provide an example uh yeah so like um a Thanksgiving meal, uh, which for us, who the hell knows when this is going to be produced, but uh, (laughs) some number of weeks ago, we had Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving to me is actually probably like the quintessential uh, or example, best example of a um, parallel eating meal. It's like you need a little stuffing, a little cramp. It doesn't even matter like what your Thanksgiving table looks like. You eat those things, so you've got a smidge of everything left for the last bite. You could honestly just swirl that all together, toss it in the fucking blender, and like that would be the optimal Thanksgiving eating experience. Versus, I don't know, like I'll do with uh, Italian food sometimes. All like you've got your proteins and your starches are like very separate, and you could like want to like pound one of those before you like finish the other. Um, like with Italian food, I would probably do the starch before the protein. Not to get into the detail too much, but. Uh, too late. Um, <laughs> but it's we- like weird that your like fetal self, uh, or post fetal self yeah, was, was like after really, I was a fetus. Well, to be clear, <laughs> actually, well, we don't know <laughs> anybody under the age of like six for me is a useless human. And as far as I'm concerned, they're a fetus. Like, wow. Like they might as well be a fetus. You're saying that we're going to get into a pro-choice debate right now okay you're the one who took it there (laughs) no i i think that uh although louis ck has it blasted his way into a whole lot of trouble literally blasted. he's been (laughs) he's been canceled uh pour one out for louis ck who i used to love before he was canceled 
but he was on to one thing when he said, my 10-year-old daughter has uh, – she's two types of statements, either statements that were things that I told her or things that were wrong. <laughs> and I think that is bulletproof. Kids right. are stupid and are not to be trusted. And when kids are eating things in fucking series when they're six years old, you just better hope your kid's not a psychopath. And if not, then it's okay. And you turned out to be, I don't know, at least a B plus. At least. I hope. <laughs> I mean, dude. I'll take a B plus. You know, yeah. it could have been worse. I don't even know if I'd give myself a B plus. Uh, don't. I was a B, B minus. You're a B student, plus in my so. heart. <laughs> <laughs> Never had it. such a loving comment uttered. Um, all right. Let's wrap this shit up. What, uh, which oh, beer do you like more? the river, dude. So I think that were I a betting man, and mm-hmm. Amen is going to confirm, this is I'm going to po- guess that the first beer we had, the darker one, was Sierra Nevada Torpedo Extra IPA. What's Dylan's guess? <laughs> Dylan, um, it, let me, uh, no, actually, I'm going to have to use a lifeline. <laughs> yeah, Torpedo. Correct. Oh. All right. Thank you, Amen. Big surprise. Oh my so god! The first one is torpedo. Suspense killed and me. And the second one we have, the lighter one, is the River Rock River Walk Brewing Company. with a walk. <laughs> I think that my favorite was the River Rock. I think it had that earthy, really? earthy Jesus. kind of girth to it. <laughs> <laughs> really filled up my mouth, you know. <laughs> And I think that uh <laughs> <laughs> You good dude <laughs> Earthy Earthy Girth <laughs> That's another band name dude Earthy Girth <laughs> That's like All right. like a kid you know like a fucking like Jackson Five Trio right. call them the Earthy Girth <laughs> All right, I gotta just say that I was gonna like pretty like stand pretty hard for, for the torpedo, but after that comment, and it was kind of a sixty forty operation in my head. I gotta go with the earthy girth. <laughs> <laughs> what do we? I don't even remember the name. Riverwalk. Riverwalk. Riverwalk Brewing Company. Um, the Wivel Walk. So uh, that was the two seed. Yeah, having the what's the opposite of an upset. Just a, a, a set. A set. <laughs> Is that what they Just say? Set it. Yeah. All right. So Met expectations. Today at head to head was a set. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it looks like the winner of this being Riverwalk IPA is going to be going up against the three seed versus the six seed. The third seed being Stone IPA. Mm-hmm. Personal favorite sixth, of mine. Personal favorite, and the sixth seed being Lagunitas IPA. From Lagunitas Brewing. Yeah. Well, the phony Spanish intonation there loses it one point in my head. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll see, we'll see how it comes when the uh, when the earth hits the girth, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, cheers to the earth hitting the girth. Uh, congratulations to Riverwalk, you upstart kids. Way to uh, reverse, just way to set torpedo. Uh, we'll see you chunderheads next time. 